Hi, I'm Josh, and welcome to the Wild Nature Photography Podcast, the podcast that talks the art and craft of nature photography. It's the 1st of July, 2021, and this is podcast number eight. And it is a beautiful winter's day here in Melbourne today. The sun is shining. There is no wind. It is cool. And in fact, it's actually quite cold, but a beautiful day. Not great for photography, but it's really nice to see uh, see some sun and have a bit of a break from the rain. We are still getting quite a bit of snow up on the Alps, which is fantastic. But uh, with all the states locked down here now in Australia as a result of the pandemic, except the state where I live, the irony of that is not lost on me. Uh, it's difficult to get up to the snow and photograph. So I'm hopeful in the next couple of weeks, I might get the chance to get up for a few days and and do some photography in, in the snow here in Australia. So on this episode, we're going to be talking about photographing what you're passionate about. But just before I get into that, I just want to take a moment and say thank you to those people who have reached out to me to say how much they've enjoyed the podcast and how much they are looking forward to future episodes. And thanks also for the suggestions of things you'd like to hear me talk about. Um, to address the, the questions, I've had two people ask me if I have a Patreon page where they can support the podcast and um, help with the hosting fees, etc. I Look, I don't actually have a Patreon page and I'm not sure I'm going to go down that path. I'm not sure it's the right sort of support for what I'm doing. But uh, look, if you do want to help out and you do want to help with the hosting fees for the podcast, you can buy me a coffee. There's a link on how in the um, there's a link in the show notes on how to do that, and you can contribute there, whatever you're comfortable. If you're keen to help with the hosting of the podcast, so moving on, let's talk about the topic of the day, which is photographing what you are passionate about. Now, this is something that I talk about a lot and teach when I'm guiding um, trips and workshops around the world and when I'm giving lectures and seminars on photography. I'm a very strong believer that you should photograph what you are most passionate about. And the reason for that is if you're passionate about the subject that you're photographing, you are without doubt going to do the best possible work that you can. You're going to go the extra mile, you're going to work harder, and you're going to produce better work because you appreciate and are in love with the subject. Uh, and that's very much the case for me and what I do with polar wildlife. You know, when I'm out photographing penguins or Arctic fox or polar bears or snowy owls or whatever it might be out in the field, I am certainly photographing subjects that I'm extremely passionate about. And that means I go the extra mile. I'll, I'll stay out longer. I'll wait for better light. I'll wait for better weather. And I'll try as hard as I possibly can to make a great photograph of that subject. Now, if I was photographing something that I was not that interested in, and I'm not particularly interested in street photography, although I appreciate good street photography. It's just not something that I do. Um, I'm not really going to try that hard because I'm not that passionate about it. So I think photographing what you are passionate about and choosing to become specialized in that area makes a lot of sense. Uh, rather than being very diverse and trying to be a jack of all trades in photography, I think it makes a lot of sense, even if you're not necessarily a full-time professional, to try and narrow your focus, pardon the pun, and really try and hone in on what it is that you love to photograph the most. You know, if it's icebergs, then going after icebergs as a landscape photographer. You know, the nice thing about icebergs, I guess, uh, is that they're transient. They're, they're, they're never the same. They're here today and they're gone tomorrow and they're always changing and in a state of flux. And if you're a landscape photographer, that's a fantastic thing because it means it's almost impossible for anybody else to replicate your photograph. You know, it's not like going to a famous waterfall and, and making a photograph of, of Godafoss, the, the waterfall of the gods in Iceland, um, from uh, the standard lookout position that can be easily replicated by anybody else, uh, which is fine. But the only problem with that sort of approach is 
is that it tends to come down to who was ever was ever was there in the best possible light, and usually their image is going to be the best. Uh, I much prefer wildlife photography for that reason, and particularly polar wildlife, as it's very difficult for anyone else to replicate it. Um, it's always changing. It's always different, and that is also true of the landscape, but to a lesser extent. But regardless, you know, choosing a subject that you're passionate about, whether it's polar landscape, polar wildlife, desert landscape doesn't matter if it's designer furniture, whatever it might be, it's a fantastic idea to hone your niche in and get really focused with your photography on that subject because you will create fantastic images of it because you connect with the subject. And when you connect with the subject as the photographer, what that's going to translate to is that in the final print, your viewer is far more likely to connect with the print and the subject and the photograph. And that's so important. I talked about this in one of my previous podcasts about the importance of emotion and the importance of getting connection with the subject from the viewer of the photograph. So you want to give yourself the best possible chance to do that. And really the way to do that is to photograph what you are most passionate about. Now, the other thing that happens when you really narrow your focus uh, and photograph what you're most passionate about, and that direct all your energies in that area, is you should start to look at who else is working in that area that you're choosing. So look at other books. But books are a fantastic thing to do, actually. Photographic books are a wonderful way to see who's doing what in your chosen genre of photography. And this is something, again, that I'm really big into and I, I talk about a lot when I'm giving lectures is the importance of knowing where the bar is set in your ch chosen genre of photography and knowing who else is working in that space. Who else is out there photographing Paul the Wildlife, for example, in my case, or who else is out there photographing designer furniture, if that's your thing. And having a look at the work that they're producing on a regular basis and knowing who the contemporary photographers are working in your space. Uh, when you know them and you follow their work, you'll get, it will help stimulate additional ideas in your own photography and will perhaps get you thinking outside of the box about things you can try when you're next photographing that subject that you're so passionate about. So that's going to be it for today. I just wanted this to be a quick podcast on choosing subjects that you're passionate about photographing. I think it's extremely important. I think it gives you the best chance to do the best possible work that you can. And you will also get the most enjoyment from it because you're out photographing something that you love. So that's it for today. I'm Josh. This has been episode eight of the Wild Nature Photography Podcast, and I look forward to seeing you out there in the field.